and welcome to the Spirit Guiders. Jane Lightfoot and myself, Emily Baker, will take you through our understanding of not just all things mediumistic and psychic, but of the holistic and well-being lifestyle. During the series, we will be inviting guests along to guide us through what they offer, giving not only their experiences, but how they may be able to help gain well-being in life. Why not join us as we talk about things from aromatherapy, crystal healing, psychics, Reiki healing, and so much more. Let's dive right in. Welcome to The Spiritual Guiders. I'm Emily Baker. And I'm Jane Lightfoot. In this podcast, we've decided to look more on the terminology or how we talk as, as psychics and mediums. Um, and also people's expectations when they come for readings, particularly with ourselves. Because yes. we can't talk about other readers as such, can we? Because we only can talk about how we work and about, and about our own clients, just the people that come to see us and their reactions. Yes. And also, I mean, when we say clients, it may be the person who comes through the door and it's kind of like, okay, what is it that you're expecting? Yes. And, and setting up that stall of what the expectations are. Because sometimes we can't meet those expectations. I've, I don't know if you've had um, someone who comes in and says, oh, can you do, I, I want them to you to manifest my loved one who's passed away. What do you mean you can't do that? Really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> There's a limitation to what we can do. So, yeah, we'll be talking about that yes. as well. But we thought at first we would talk about terminology because we may be using words throughout our podcasts where you're kind of going oh my gosh what are they talking about because the language can be very different and I know when people have come they've sat there and going yes nodding nicely the lights are on but actually when you say oh you see you understand that and they go no don't understand so I think we we need to kind of cover that yeah we just cover a few we're not otherwise we will be here for the (laughs) absolutely yes um so i think the one thing that we talk about as well i do i I could talk about how i read i talk a lot about energies and auras um and we all put out a vibration Mm -hmm. because we're all you know we're we're all human so every every living being sorry my words got mixed up then puts out an energy correct yes would you feel that yes and of that energy we also have auras an aura is an energy, mm-hmm. but auras also have colours connected to them. Yes. Um, so it's the energy field that surrounds us as individuals, but also trees have auras. Absolutely. Animals have auras. Anything Absolutely. that is living. So when we talk about auras, we're actually talking about your vibration, your energy that you put out. Yes. So it's like when you go and you meet somebody and you think, oh, I don't like them. And it could be that they're suffering with depression, they've had a bad day, their life's not been easy for them, mm-hmm. and they sort of shut down a little bit, don't they? So yeah. I often represent things like that is where they're like little prickly hedgehogs. Right, okay. That's how yeah. I see it. It's You're like right. little prickly things. Yes. And often those people, they're just hurting, but mm. what they've done is they've put barriers up. Yeah, you know, which it means that they're more protective of their energy as a whole. Yeah, so it's like like a hedgehog that rolls yes, up. Exactly. Basically. Yeah, it's, you hit the prickles. It's like hitting a brick wall, isn't it? Yes, and I, and I think also, 
I don't get to, I do get to see auras around people from time to time. In fact, more around trees yes. and plants, but I don't see the colours. And I don't think all of us do see colours. Some do. And some people feel the colours more than see, perhaps, as well. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I often say to people, look at a tree in full bloom and stare and you see the little white outline outline of it above it and that's its energy. Yeah. My one granddaughter, who's 19 now, she would say, Nanny, why is that person blue? <laughs> or why has she got this? Or is it why that, that? And she used to go to school and people, would, the kids would say, what colour am I today? <laughs> yeah. And she got fed up of it at the end, got mm. to about 12 and she stopped seeing them. Yeah. Because that was her choice, I suppose, in that way. Um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But you can have things like aura photography, can't yes. you? Where a lot of event when you go to events, they have a special system on their cameras and you they take a picture of you and you see all the colours around you. Yeah. But your colours are changing all the time. Absolutely. Constantly, aren't they? Yes. Like our energy changes. Yeah. And there's also, there's what, there's there's different setups, aren't there? The ones where you put your hand so, onto a yes. plate or you can put your finger into kind of like a little white box, which I've done recently. And they will pick up your, either your chakras and your energy yes. and say where you are and what's going on. And by the way, you've got backache, didn't you know? <laughs> we know. And it's, you know, all of that can be picked up. So... Yeah, there are loads of types of different types of readings of auras out there as well. Now, Emily just used another word. I know. <laughs> chakras. Chakras. Yes, I haven't put that onto the list. No, you haven't. Chakras. Okay, so chakras, if we look at it in the format of, I suppose it comes from the Eastern medicine, really, doesn't yes. it? And that there are energy spots Traditionally, they're seen as seven, as in the rainbow. Richard of York gave battle in vain. Right. Starting at the bottom, <laughs> that's the way I remember it. Um, so, I don't the, have to look the, the, the um, so yeah, so if we start at the bottom, the red is at the bottom, the yes. base chakra, and then it works up. Throat tends to be blue, yes, and then the violet indigo is the crown. However, they are now saying there's 20 more chakras, more, yes. which kind of elongate the whole process, which goes into the aura of the person yes. as well. And chakras are not just in a line going down the center of the body. They go through as well. Yes. So it's that whole three-dimensional aspect of that person. It's not just in a line in front of you or in the middle of you or behind you. It's all of that straight through. Yes. Going from front to back. Again, that is a, a, we will be bringing some healers on, well, therapists, should we call them, um, during one of the podcasts who will talk about that in far more depth. Yes, I think so. I think we should give them the opportunity to explain it far better. And then Emily talked about that she, she worked at churches. Now, that's not a traditional church. I just would like to add there. So I'd let Emily discuss what a church actually is in what she talks about. Yes, church. It's not traditional. No, it's not. <laughs> the only traditional part of it is that there are prayers and hymns. Yes. Okay. And there's something called an address. And I'm saying this with little air quotes going on because it's basically that little bit of talk. If you've ever been to a Christian church yes. and you've had that person standing at the top They spieling. do like a reading, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they spiel a little bit more yes. and that's where you fall asleep. Yes. Yes, that Not bit. always. Not always. No. No. Interesting. No. Yes. I tend to throw out questions to make sure people are still awake. Yes. 
that's the address. And then you have the demonstration of mediumship as well. But yes, they tend to have moved away from him singing now a lot of places into much more more modern pop songs. Right. They, okay. they tend to sing that. So they're moving away from having the organ, large organs, yes. you know, the musical organs. But a not, lot of these churches, sorry, Emily, yeah. are actually a church, are they? They can be running the community centre, for yes. example. Yes, so they, they can either be purpose-built, some yes. are, and or that they are actually in, like, as you say, community centres and stuff. And then you have the whole thing of who runs them. Yes. And that can also be a bit of a minefield as well because... We have, can I just say the SNU, I'm just going to say the SNU, I know, it's the Spiritualist National Union. They're seen as one of the big um, holders of churches, I suppose, throughout the country. Uh, Yes, like them or love them, they're there. We won't go into that We won't go into that. And then you have your normal people running them as a kind of a club thing, if you like. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) we then, you know, it's very difficult. We've got a list and we don't want to make it as though it's a list. Yeah. Um, so if you really talk about what we do, you know, um, a psychic, for example, is somebody who can predict things that have actually happened or is happening around you at the moment and, and some for the future. And what I found at one um, event I went to, well, I ran and I went to each reader and said, oh, this client wants to know what's coming. And each of them said, I don't do future. Mm. Yeah. Um, I often say you you've got many options going forward, and if you come to myself, I suppose, and Emily, is I will talk about what I see coming for you, but that's you know that's not hundred percent taken, is it? And and people will come back and say, oh, it's all come true, but you are the ones that facilitate it, not us. Yes. So psychic really is is an energy to reading, isn't it? It's more yes, it's and, much more. And I see also it linking to your soul so for me your soul seat which is your energy seat sits on your chest just yes just on your chest and spirit said to me during um, lockdown where do you think the meaning came from was get it off your chest so when we're saying get it out you know let go of it yeah that's what the meaning is about releasing it Mm. um so yeah so psychic really is about for me it's it's talking to other person's soul in a, a deep meaningful way yeah that's but mediumship is different mediumship is different mediumship is much more talking to your loved ones who have passed away yes okay we'll, we'll talk about passed away in a minute. <laughs> but it's basically those who have died yeah and or moved on it's another terminology and Yes, so that's what we do. And that's what I'm connecting to. I'm looking at perhaps Jane, but I'm actually looking beyond to see who's actually stepping forward on the, on the other. I see, look, how many terminology? Other plane, you know, passed on and all the rest of it. So, yes, that's where that whole language terminology comes in straight away for me. Yeah, because we talk about other dimensions, don't we? And And I think that just makes it easier for people to understand is like we're in one dimension, mm-hmm. then you have spirit. Yeah. Then you have other different things that I believe in, yeah. all in different dimensions, and that dimension has to cross over to ours. Yes, for that to work, I often use the word. Unfortunately, I, I and I've stopped doing it as much as I can. I'll go, oh, I, I, you've lost your father, then, or something like that. And my spirit, who's my sorry, my sister in spirit, will come through and say, Jane, we're not lost. <laughs> we're dead. 
And I go, okay, sorry. Yes. <laughs> and so it is how they choose to talk to you as well, isn't it? Yes. And also the, the word passed over. Um, I, I wanted to talk about that really, really briefly yes. because I, I've had that same sort of experience passed over. And you, what do you mean passed over? I haven't run over them. Yes. No, no, I don't mean that. That, that, that they've died. Oh, you mean they're dead. Okay, yes. okay, yes. Yes, basically, I'm talking to living people via dead people talking to living people. So it's a, it's a constant conversation for me as a medium. Yes. I have multiple people talking to me. I'm not schizophrenic. People talking to me, but I'm giving that of what I get to somebody who is living, but they also understand it. That you also, um, well, and I presume you're the same, Emily. Mm. So we don't really have conversations about how we work. No. Um, you know, we have guides that are with us. You know, my door, I call him my doorkeeper, is Lightfoot. Mm. So again, you're not only talking to those that have passed over, but also what your guides and probably what that person's guides are actually giving you as well. Yes, and no, I, I suppose for me, guides are very, they don't stay with me forever. Right. My God. So I have, yes, I have a, a, okay, a doorkeeper. We need to explain a yes. doorkeeper. Yeah, um, that's my, my saying, so yeah, I don't okay, go and okay. use the word. Well, we'll have a word. We'll, we'll put that on onto the list, doorkeeper. Um, so I have someone who is the overall protector, basically, is yes. my doorkeeper, who will look after me. So that tends to be family, people, someone who I will trust right. with my life. And then from that, yeah, they're, they're the doorkeeper. Yeah, but Lightfoot to me, he is, I suppose, my family, even though he's native of India yeah. and died centuries ago. Yes. So, so, so I think we have guides. I call him my doorkeeper because he's my doorkeeper to spirit. Yeah. That's how I see him. Yes. He's the one that will enable spirit to come forward. Yeah. And he's the one also that will protect me from anything, anything that shouldn't come forward Absolutely. that's a completely different thing so we'll yeah. go down that avenue another time yes. and but guide for me is someone who can come in for perhaps two three years or even six yeah. months during that period when you need either their their courage their fortitude or it could be a case of what it what information they have they can impart on to you yeah so that's also a guide for me um We've got loads of things here, and I think we might have to do a second one because <laughs> uh, we talk a lot. Um, and we talk about um, – so we talked about guides, and you want to talk about past – did we do the Passover? Pass, yeah, so Passover. So we have Passover. Um, we have um, – they've moved on. What's another terminology for someone who's – basically, these are terminologies for anyone who has died. I often say on, on the, the earth plane anymore. That's something I use a lot. Yeah, that's a nice one. That's because, one. Cause it, cause, you know, like I say, with different dimensions, we're on the earth plane, mm. they're on the spiritual plane, and that's how I word a lot of what I say. Yeah, so that's so nice. I, I tend to keep on saying, oh, well, they've passed over. Um, but I am aware when someone is new – that they kind of look at me like, mm, okay, what do you mean? Yeah. So it's not like Passover as in the religious ceremony. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it is, it's, I feel as though here, especially in the West, we're not good with the word death and no. dead at all. So there are many different kind of nicknames, if you like, or, or kind of um, quips that we use yes. in order not to say that dead, basically. But... Those are some of the ones that we tend to use. 
And when we talk about readings, people say, well, what are you reading? They think we read a book. Yeah. Um, and readings for us is where we're sitting with somebody and to, and whether we're using cards, because we all use different things, um, cards. There's so many different psychic tools, different ways you can connect with people, isn't it? Mm. But, but readings is really just sitting with somebody and giving them a message. A message or talking about what the cards are showing them mm-hmm. for what's gone on, what's on around at the moment. Yeah. And, and so you do have like psychic readers, you have tarot readers. A tarot reader uses tarot cards. You'll have a card reader that uses different types of cards. Mm-hmm. You then like Emily is a psychic artist. And then you have mediumship, which we both are as well. Yeah. Um, and, and people will talk about all the different types of mediums. Yes. Um, and I think the thing is, yeah, you, you know, people say, well, I'm a clairvoyant. I'm not a medium. I start, oh. I know. But a medium for me just incorporates all the clairs. Okay. So, yeah, so we're into the clairs, the lovely clairs. So there's five <laughs> clairs. Meet the clairs. Um, I always, I have to have this written down because for me, I always get all the clairs mixed up. Basically, just think of your senses. You have a sense for taste, you have a, te- a sense for seeing, you have a sense for hearing, you have a sense for feeling, and that sense for knowing. And each one of those clairs has a name. It's as simple as that. So for that one of seeing mental pictures, that's clairvoyance. For the one for hearing somebody, that's clairaudience. Shock horror, that one, isn't it? For um, actually being having a strong sense of knowing, that's clairsentience. Then we have um, also clairgustience, which is basically just think of the gut. It's the taste and everything. And then you have um, the clair, now I can't ever say it, clairessence, which is being aware of the smells as well. So all you have to think is, the way I tend to describe it is that I've got my senses and I'm expanding those expenses senses so they fill up my aura and that that person sitting opposite me whose aura I'm also picking up on and then they meld together and that's where the reading is coming in from as well as from for me on the spiritual plane if you like coming in and it's all being mixed together and I have to say for us mediums we all will come in at different angles and when a medium says oh I'm just Claire clairvoyant if you like which is again just that mental pictures they may be for one but they may find that the next person who they come in from the spirit plane is all about smell and they will smell them first before they know who it is you know so the spirit realm you have to remember that we are still individual and that plane as we are on this plane I was going to to clap then for her. (laughs) (laughs) She got all that out really well, I've got to be honest, with mediums. Um, So people ask about development. We we, we will use the word development. I know I've used it uh, in the previous podcast. And development really, it's like anything, is when you're developing something, you're enhancing it, aren't you? So so, so like, like your psychic development is where... You just start to trust what you're getting more, stop overthinking, stop overanalyzing. And for me, meditation is is a great help with that. A lot of mediums will sit in development, what they call circles. 
and and what you will find that when you you're sitting by yourself you get one feeling but when you're sitting with a group of others you will feed off each other because it's all energy mm. so basically you're feeding off each other and i think the secret with particularly when you you're sitting with groups of others because i'm not a big fan of using the word circle i've got to mm. be honest is that no one is better than you yeah just because somebody gets something you don't get, you probably get something different and they don't get that. Mm. So I think sometimes you have to be careful. Development groups don't push you back, you know, can really struggle with your belief. But we can talk about that and in depth another time, yeah. can't we, Emily? And also I'd just like to say that with development, I always see it as, don't necessarily see it as, oh, I'm going to be a spiritual medium at the end of it or what, or mm-hmm. a psychic reader. You actually may be sitting in in this group just to develop yourself and to get to know yourself. Because if you don't know yourself and your own experiences, how can you translate that to others? Exactly. And you do have to have a bit of imagination. And that's something that I really did struggle with for years. Was the, is this real? Am I just dreaming it? And the and the person opposite who I'm giving the reading to will say yes. I'm going. Thank goodness, I'm not going totally mad. So you you know, I and I still to this day, if I get weird bits and pieces, say, oh my gosh, oh good, I'm so glad you can take that random thing of the goldfish being eaten. Yes. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad that was a memory for you. Yeah, because the person when you're doing a reading, it's it's you know, and we will sort of incorporate a bit of expectations here as we're going along, mm. is. If it's the first time they've met you, is they have such real deep expectations of what you're going to give. Yes. And I'll often get a client come and after they'll go that, wow, that was great, which is, I'm always honoured. But then the next time I go, please don't expect it to be. (laughs) You know, if you thought the first one was good, you know, you don't want to be put on that pedestal, do you? No, I really, I hate the pedestal because I hate heights. So yeah, we don't. But you see, Emily will go on platform, which we've talked about, you know, where you... Yeah, so platform is basically being in front where at a church or at a centre where you're standing in front of people in a big group like that. That's called a platform. That's as simple as that. You see, now in my head (laughs) is the platform is, you know, I suppose I do platform stuff here. Yeah. But I don't see that platform is where like you're on a stage and and you're, you know, for me, church is it's just outside my comfort zone. Mm. I, yeah. I like smaller groups. I, it's not that I don't think I could do it. I just don't feel confident. Yeah. So, for example, um, what you're uh, an example for you would be: you wouldn't be comfortable if you were doing like a, a Colin Fry or oh, you know, or, or John Saki or whatever. You know, standing. So, uh, I'm just Gordon Gordon Higginson, Gordon Smith. Yeah. No, any, I would No, if, if they invited me to the local, which I have done, I've been invited to several churches, but that is outside my comfort yeah. zone. And I do think part of that is expectations of of those in the audience, yeah. if you want, and and the fear, I suppose, of of getting something wrong. Wrong. Yeah. But that can also be is when you're giving a, a reading to somebody, they may take it the wrong way, and you have to you look in yeah. their eyes and you realise they never got that. No. And then you say, "This is what I meant," mm. because of the way we talk, yeah. and they go, "Yeah, you're right." Then. Yeah. And this is why terminology for us is an everyday thing that we do. Yes. But for others, it's very 
it's alien it's it? alien. yeah and uh, absolutely when we and i you'll find a lot of mediums say well you understand that don't you it's because we can see sometimes that eyes glaze over and kind of go, they're not understanding they don't understand they're thinking about it the light hasn't gone on yet and then when you do see that light go on, it's kind of, oh, gosh, I know who you're talking about. Yes. And I often have to say, especially as a medium, that those who are in spirit already know who they are. They know who you are. I'm halfway through a conversation between the pair of you. Yes. And so, therefore, I have to, I'm just repeating, but you have to catch up to who that person is yes. as well. And for us here, I've been on that side of having readings. And kind of going, okay, let me just go through my memory box, which isn't yes. great. Let me just flick through all of the people I've ever met to know who it is. So it can be it can be daunting for us here giving the message yes. and also receiving the message of thinking, oh, my gosh, they're bombarding me with loads of information and I'm not sure who it is. Give me half an hour. And then literally sometimes they'll come back afterwards and go, I know who you were talking about. I know who yeah. it is now. But, so, yeah. but I do think readings, you know, we could we could do a whole podcast on readings oh, and everything like yeah. that. Um, so we will perhaps do that one. We will. All the yeah. time we're doing this, you know, we're, we're coming up with ideas because it's still all very, very new to us. Um, I used the word manifestation earlier on. Manifestation? Um, um, manifesting, for me, as a Brummie, is just asking for what you want or need in your life mm. and believing that it will come when the time is right. Yes, I would agree with that one. Yeah, um, And I feel that if we write down what it is we think we want, we often look at the, it and say, no, I didn't really want that. So it's about wording. So whenever you're asking spirit, the universe, whatever it is that you want to believe in for something, be careful how you word it. Yes. Because they will give it you and you'll think, I didn't word it correctly. Yes. And I and I gave that exact thing to uh, as a message. I went and said, you know, if you're going to say, oh, I'd love to come into some money and you've left it as that, you walk out of the door and look, there's 5p. You've come yes. into some money. Yes. However, in your brain, you're actually thinking, oh, I'd love to come into £5,000 worth of money, but you didn't say that. So therefore, they're only going to give you 5p. Yeah. If you're wanting to say, I want to come into £5,000 then you actually have to say, I would like to come into £5,000, please, yes, of money. Yes. So, again, that's perhaps something, you know, we do have um, people that do mood boards that do all sorts of things like yeah. that. Yeah. But these are all things, you know, you 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 can look up on the internet, words that we're using. Yeah. Um, and we're only explaining how we interpret those words, I suppose, yes. in our everyday life. Yeah. Because somebody might say, well, it doesn't mean that. That is how I use it, and I think mm. that's how Emily uses it. What um, was the one about past lives? Because that that is one that comes up. Oh, your past life. Yeah, you know when you see you'll see some children and you look in their eyes and they'll go, "He's been here before. She's been here before. She's an old soul." Mm. And so your eyes for me are, you know, and those windows, those those absolute windows. And um, past lives again. This can be very controversial. Um, some people believe that when you're you're dead, you're dead. Put it simple. Other people. Um, believe that we become angels again we're all different um, my belief and I, I don't know what Emily's is on that is that when we when we talk about past lives it's when when we do go to spirit it's our energy force that goes to spirit mm. and I believe this is my belief is that we have to choice the choice to come back on the earth plane yes 
And we often forget that we've been here before. And I think this is a, a, a talk within itself. So a past life is where you've been on the earth plane before. Yes. So some of you will have, you know, have a, a, a real pull to like Egypt, ancient Egypt or, you know, different things. And the one thing I have found is the amount of young people being born in the last five years that know things they should never know. Oh gosh, okay. I had a young lad and he talked about his, was with mommy and daddy too. Oh. And gosh. he told his mommy and daddy too, I thought he was adopted, where his mommy and daddy, one lived. Right. Gave him the address, said what his name was, what their names were when gosh. he died. Wow. And he was six. Gosh. Because that, that comes into the realms of reincarnation. Yes. As well, doesn't yes. it? So I suppose past lives is reincarnation. It's just that we use that word. I use that word a lot. Yeah. And it is reincarnation, it isn't is, it? Yeah. So, I mean, but you can look at it at different levels as well, can't you? Yeah. You can look at it as saying, oh, he's an old soul because that that child doesn't remember all no. of that came before. And then you have the ones like you've just described, the child who does know and can remember all that came before as well. That, But that I find that's getting more common no. That's it. That's fascinating. I love yes. it. I love that whole I mean, I've had, I've had past life regression several times. And, yeah. that, and that past life regression is where somebody um, can put you into like a hypnotic state and take you back beyond this lifetime. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting to have. Like I said, I've had a few and gone to different places. And people say, is it just your imagination? I don't know. Yeah. Is my honest. It's, I, would, I would love to have that. And and I have tried to do it yes. numerous times. Um, I'm just a bit of a control freak, I suppose, so yes. it doesn't happen. Uh, and you do have to have that ability to let go with having any type of regression, I would but do, say. But do you also think you have to trust the practitioner that yes. is, is taking you through this? Absolutely, I do think that as and, well. And, and, and that, for me, is, is really important. I think I've had yeah. it with three different ones. Right, okay. Um, and, yeah, and it's, it's very interesting. And mm. I sometimes understand why I suffer with things that I suffer in this lifetime. Yeah. And and for me, I suppose I've kind of put down my my past lives, if you like, yeah. of me loving water. I love water. Yes. And I kind of go, okay, so I was dumped. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> or that, you know, I love fire as well. Yes. Yeah, okay, so that, that was me burnt. Okay, yeah. all right, we'll embrace those two things. Uh, you know, so I kind of look at it in that format. I would, I love to find out if uh, with a regression of having that and then have a genealogist yes. to actually go back and, and find, find that, that. In information and yes. find that person. I think that's the fascinating part. It and I've, I wish they would link together. But saying, yes, we're, we're talking family trees. Yeah, family trees. But again, and, and this is the thing, we try and keep things subjects per blog, but <laughs> you can't do that. Sorry, can't, you just you do can't. just go off things. You do. Um, you do. So those realistically are most of the terminology that we will be using. Yep. I'm just trying to think if, it, if there's anything that we've spiritualism. We kind of covered, yeah, yeah. Covered we kind that. of kind of covered that. We'll come back into kind of the history because that's actually spiritualism is more about the history of it is which, of an ism of the churches. Yes, and all and of that. And we're all we that do, we want to keep you awake exactly, <laughs> not send you off to sleep. So yes, but if there's anything you you don't you know you, you hear a lot and you don't quite grasp again, let us know what it is that you're 
you don't understand yeah we're always here for that and just remember that when you are going for a reading is i think it's nice if you have an idea why you're going yeah um and again I'm, I'm somebody that always doesn't expect a lot i just would like something whatever it is oh, yeah. that didn't make sense but hey, there you go um but yeah so expectations when you go for a reading I do find that if you sit in front of a reader, particularly one that you're wanting to connect really deeply with you and to spirit, if you sit there with your arms folded and rolling your eyes, it's not always a good thing, is it, Emily? No. No, I mean, I I had um, somebody who did that, legs crossed, arms crossed, sitting yeah. back and just going, well, it's just that, isn't it? And looking in, uninterested. And you could tell that she didn't, want to be there and that's absolutely fine but then don't give me the money either yeah, don't, come. don't come don't you know don't sit there and say yes you can understand it all and then come back and say no I didn't understand it so if you don't understand at that time what is being said to you tell us exactly. tell yeah. say that you don't understand and you want clarification because we may be trying to interpret something that you're not being able to interpret tell us that you don't understand what we're saying and and I'm quite happy to say okay well okay let me put it in this way around does that make sense but there are times when we cannot change we can put it in different formats but we're basically saying the same thing yes. to you so you can understand it in a language hopefully you can understand it in and does a lot of times sense? I think the expectations are is people will come and they want a particular answer and because you give what you feel is the truth and what you're picking up and it's not what they wanted the answer to be yeah then you're, you're no good as a reader you're no. no good and they'll go to other readers and they still get the same answer but for them it's it's a bit like going to the call center you yes. know you're phoning up with a complaint and and you phone up and they give you the typed out answer and go no that's the wrong answer right i'm going to try again trust me having worked in a call center right, I haven't, so I don't know. yes it ha does happen on numerous occasions they'll phone up again and they'll phone up again and again and again until they kind of get the answer and eventually you just have to pass them on to a team leader yes who will say exactly, exactly the, the same, same thing. thing and you just kind of go, okay, and you have to allow for that to kind of happen. But the other expectation I get is, oh, yes, but I just wanted my grandmother to come through. What do you yes. mean you brought my granddad? Well, I'm sorry, your grandmother wasn't yeah, here. Yeah, that's very common, isn't it? It is. And it's, if you are, as, as for me personally, I cannot dial up your loved ones. No. I have heard from mediums that they can. I can ask, but that's not a guarantee. There is no guarantee I can bring through that exact person that you're waiting to hear from. And some people have waited up to 20 years to hear from a loved yes, one as well. And they haven't come through for whatever reason. The other expectation is time span as well. Yes. Because there was this thing that I, I would often hear, oh, yes, well, you have to wait a year before you can hear from them. I said, really? Okay. That's not the case. No. That really, and, and you've had me giving you that experience, yes. haven't I? Recently, yes. of, I gave a reading last month to someone who literally, they came through in a reading and they- Four weeks, few weeks. Four, yeah, literally just passed over, you know, just died. And, you know, they came through, so- Yeah, they can come, come out, they can come 
at the same time that they pass realistically. Absolutely, yeah. But again, that is a whole new blog, Emily. That's a new I'm blog. I'm having to keep Emily on the straight I know, and narrow here. I'm going to go wandering off. But I just thought I'd put that yes. as an expectation that time scales yes. is not just a year or two years or whatever. It can be weeks, days, yes, to years and years. It's totally. it very individual to the reader as well. So yeah, so hopefully we've covered we've covered quite a lot think. there, haven't yes, we? Really, we have. and if there if there is a term that we have used that we haven't explained, let us know. Drop us a line, and we're quite happy to go through that yes. as well. Brilliant. So, All right, thank right. you, Emily, as okay. always, and thank you, Jane. And <laughs> wait till next time. <laughs> wait till next time. Thank um, you. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. We hope that you have found it fascinating, maybe even answering some of your questions. Both Jane and myself would love to hear from you, so why not drop us a line? Our email address is thespiritguiders at aol.com. And until next time, let your health be your wealth. This is a 1386 audio production.